Welcome to Six Degrees of Rumination with your host, Nina Boyd. Reno Gorman. And producer... Mike Boyd. And we're back after three long weeks of not being here, right? Three weeks, four weeks? I think it's about four weeks. Four weeks. Yeah. Four weeks. I'm sure you guys missed us. Yeah. We're counting the days. We missed you. (laughs) You didn't miss yourself? I didn't miss you too. (laughs) Well, there you go. All right. So some of the cool stories we've got for you this episode, we've got one about the stuff you eat and how it changes your guts. And we've got uh, neuroprosthesis and mice and how it restores a normal quote unquote behavior. Mm-hmm, 70%. Brain injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, landing on comets and waking up hibernation in deep space. Mm-hmm. Um, how to pr- produce enough hydrogen to meet global energy needs in like a half century or so. We'll get around to it. And it's some stuff about big batteries and stuff. Love big batteries. Yeah, who yep. doesn't? So, you know, do you want to introduce this first one? Sure. Uh, okay. So we've talked on the show before about gut bacteria, basically those little microbes that live in your intestinal area and scientists researching these microbes. And basically they found that it's better for you to have a plant-based diet. Maybe. <coughs> maybe. is Probably. That's what the evidence is pointing towards. Yeah. But it, it doesn't definitively. Logic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, logic right, points okay. too. Yeah. Better to have that than an animal-based diet. So, um, the scientists did this experiment on um, mice, which, you know, are good for testing, but they're not the same as people. So it may <laughs> or may not be true that you shouldn't eat meat. And they found that um, the mice who, what? The mice who had the better diet of the plant-based foods, um, their gut bacteria responded better. And when you eat things like meat and things that have uh, fatty material to break down, a different bacteria sort of comes forward in your stomach and it's the bacteria that breaks down fatty materials, but it's also known to cause colitis in the mice, not necessarily the people. Mm-hmm. So again, I could still eat hamburgers and it would be okay as long as for you don't a while. Eat, as, long as, you, as long as you don't <laughs> eat mice that have right. been eating hamburgers. Oh my God. I get colitis mice in the, yeah. I guess mice really don't eat a whole lot of cows. In That's what in I was nature. thinking. Like they might eat cheese. That's what they're famous for. Yeah. And vegetables and things like that. But, you know. How much cheese is there really, though, in nature? You know? Well, I mean, I mean if you're, I don't know. Yeah. If you're on a dairy farm, you could find a lot. <laughs> but they also um, did some human studies. In That's this true. One. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. Some human And they studies. found that just like within, was it just like two days? of eating meat like Mm -hmm. they saw significant changes in the the microbes in the gut right they had a group of nine people um try out two different pretty extreme diets and so first they tried out the animal-based diet where there's lots of dairy and lots of meat um for five days and then after two days like reno said there was a significant change in the bacteria in their intestines so then they tried the plant-based diet um which was things like what jasmine rice cooked onions tomatoes squash garlic peas and lentils so they got the protein in there at the end but it's mostly vegetables um they got bananas and mangoes too that's right for snacking and the group who had the animal-based diet they got to snack on pork rinds which is ultimately healthier than (laughs) mangoes and bananas (laughs) you know they're extreme diets because again they were trying to see how much change could be affected in a short amount of time and they did find that um negative bacteria tends to 
become more prevalent for the animal-based diet. Yes. They also made a point of saying that it's hard to just single out, you know, one particular micro. We've got thousands of tiny organisms and they all work together and have different effect and you can't just single out one and pull it out of context. Mm -hmm. So I'll give them that. Yeah. You can't just say that that's one bad microbe. It's working synergistically with all kinds of other stuff and it's really complex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember seeing or reading something about like how carnivorous um, animals have um, smaller or shorter um, intestinal tracts because if the the flesh is in the intestines for longer periods of time like it starts to rot and decay and Ew. start getting problems mm-hmm. whereas um, more plant-based um, animals have longer tracks because mm-hmm. it's okay if that plant-based stuff is in there longer it doesn't like rot as, as yeah the same way so so it's like your body knows you know right. what shouldn't shouldn't be in it and humans have a bit of a longer digestional intestinal tract than most other carnivorous animals. Interesting. Yeah. If you so haven't pieced it together, I'm vegetarian-ish. So. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Ish. No, I say you're pretty much. Well, I. You're not a vegan, but you're vegetarian. No. Well, I eat, I eat seafood now on occasion. Oh my god, get out. Yeah. <laughs> Tuna fish has always been like my favorite food since I was a kid. So that can't be as bad as like beef. No. It's probably okay. No. It's all right. I'm sure my mice would eat tuna if they had the chance. They they sure would. And I'm sure they'd be fine. Yeah, they'd be okay. Probably. Yeah. Um so yeah, I want to be I want to be in one of these tests cuz I really like their their plant-based diet. They got like granola in the morning That's and That's right. Mm-hmm. Bananas are awesome. Mangoes are great. Mangoes are okay. Squash, eh. lentils. Lentils <laughs> are great. Lentils are horrible. I hated lentils when I was a kid, but I think maybe that's just like the bad cook at the preschool. There were lentils at your preschool? Yeah. That's that's pretty healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have colitis as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, as far as you know. <laughs> um, this other one we've got um, also about mice. This one, um, again, you know, mice are really good to test on. So it looks like they purposely fucked up. The, the mice's brains. So scientific term. So yeah, scientific term. They damaged their brains so that they lost some motor control. And then they had this um, basically like brain prosthetic that they attached to its head. And it kind of bridged the gap between the brain signals, the parts in the brain, so that it could... Um, um, use its arms to reach through the little hole and grab food again. Yeah, so the brain, the device acts kind of like a, I guess, like a routing um, signal yeah. from one side of the brain to the other. And in the experiment, they were clear that this kind of thing could help with motor function. And, it, you know, it looks like it'd be less likely to help with cognitive skills and things like that, which makes sense because it seems like a really... Um, I don't know. I don't want to say primitive way to fix the problem, but it seems like it compared to everything They've else we have. They've been doing this for years. <laughs> <laughs> the Egyptians were you playing know. with this for a long time. Yeah, I mean, who hasn't worn a head implant to help right. their brain? I mean, we've all dabbled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's pretty interesting that we're, we're able to use brain implants more and more like these, you know, this kind of technology promising for people... Not this one specifically, but promise other stuff promising for people that have paralysis. They mm-hmm. can uh, use Wi-Fi and 
transmit signals to their hand and, you, and the memory yeah. sucker and you can start moving their hands can get again. get a tightened arm. Or a tightened arm. They want to. You know? or, yeah, yeah. Or eight tightened arms. Why not? You know? <laughs> Fuck. Um, and then this one, they said it could be really good for, of course, the military. Right. Um, true for the 1.5 million Americans, uh, including some of the soldiers in Afghanistan and Iraq who suffer from traumatic brain injuries, a.k.a. TBIs. Mm-hmm. Or the nearly 800,000 stroke victims who suffer weakness or paralysis in the U.S. annually. Yeah, see, I could see it being really good for stroke victims because you always picture them being physically weak and, and part of, like, one side of their body is usually the really... Faces <laughs> melting off. <laughs> they You're pulled it off it with a tightened arm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant that, you know, they couldn't use their right hand as well as they used to or something. And there's usually... Um, cognitive damage as well but the physical part is the part that <laughs> <laughs> why i'm trying to be serious <laughs> sorry <laughs> the physical part is the part that keeps them from being independent the way they once were whereas i think people who have tbi from military um injuries i picture it being like more cognitive yeah you know like yeah they they definitely could have physical injuries as well but i don't know i just they might be, you know, losing some kind of motor function. Yeah. Depends on what kind of brain injury. Um, they were talking about the, the success rate with this uh, implant. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And they said that it works almost all the time, but it restores it to just about like 70% of what they're originally capable of. So I was still yeah. picturing like the stress or the, the stroke victim, like 70% capable, but, right. you know, not all there in their head so they're doing silly stuff well maybe like the other 30 percent happens when they're asleep so it doesn't matter (laughs) that's what i would imagine (laughs) yeah and they're watching fraser and shit yeah you know like that um but you know it's just with mice and rats so who knows if this would translate over to humans you know it's not the same thing no just like that last story about the diet right probably would work probably there's no probably in science (laughs) yeah Oh, would you guys take the risk of having like a brain, like a brain implant, throwing a chip in your head? If that meant like you could like use the other half of your face again. Oh, if I if I had brain damage, I thought (laughs) you were just just like for shits and giggles. Like, let's see what happens. Yeah. No. Well. Yeah, I think I would. If that was the only way, I would miss my brain. I would. (laughs) I'm I'm being serious. I think you know. I tend to think a lot more than do any sort of physical activity like i'll contemplate not very active you're looking at me like i'm crazy you know that's true like, all my activities involve my brain like even <laughs> i hope so <laughs> could you do any activity without your brain <laughs> i could finish the sentence anyway yeah i think i probably would it'd be worth it yeah. but then again this device doesn't really help those things it helps motor function so i wouldn't care about that right no but like what if it like goes wrong and like every time you want to move your right hand it moves your left hand or like then you I know. would become ambidextrous. With <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like you try and like scratch your face and it like punches you in the face or you rip <laughs> your skin off. <laughs> and then you have to like rip this computer chip out of your brain again. Like brain surgery and I stuff. I don't know. It sounds like, like pretty harsh. Would you do it? Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> With all that involved and more. Right. So, yeah. Wake up, Rosetta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rosetta, <laughs> wake up. Uh, do you want to introduce, introduce sure. this one? Sure. Um, 
this next article is actually really interesting because Reno hadn't heard of it, and usually he's heard of everything, so I knew that was a good one to pick. Um, can you scroll back up? To oh, yeah. the mm-hmm. So Europeans have been um, planning this really complex project, and actually it's really cool. They're going to try to land... Um, like a, a space shuttle onto a comet and see if they can observe the things on the surface and collect data from it. And the way that they figured out how to get it to land on the comet is they're using the gravity of surrounding planets like Mars um, to, to get the shuttle to have enough momentum to catch up with the comet. And there's a really cool video that shows the progression of this and we'll put it um, on our website. But the comets had to Oh, sorry, I was yeah, going to say, yeah, go ahead. No, it's, it's not really a shuttle. Say. Like when you say okay, shuttle, well, like, um, I was trying to think of like like a probe. Yeah. Well. It's, yeah. Okay. It looks almost like a satellite. It's got big solar panels, and there's no there's no one on it. It's I just, wanted to say it's, it's like the Bruce rover, in, except instead <laughs> right. of like driving through the ground, put a firecracker gonna, in your hand, it blows off your hands. <laughs> <laughs> got a drill. Um, no, yeah, drill. so it's a probe. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's launching. It's using Earth's and Mars gravity to launch it around to get to the to the comet. What well, says spacecraft? I think that's. Yeah. Uh, it also says like probe. Close there. <laughs> <laughs> a shuttle. Is, half of the word. Shuttle looks like an airplane and carries mm-hmm. people and cargo. What was Thanks. that horrible Aerosmith song? Oh jeez. I went with that movie. Yeah, I know what you're. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think. Armageddon. Well, yeah, Armageddon. I know the name of the yeah. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the Aerosmith? It wasn't song? crazy. It was something else, wasn't it? No. Yeah, crazy was way before. Yeah, um, crazy was like '96. Like I don't want to miss a thing. Was it yeah. that one? Yeah. I can <laughs> See, I can name Aerosmith songs. I can't properly identify spacecraft, but that's okay. Or the order of the planets. Well, who knows? Maybe now I've got it. <laughs> Speaking of falling asleep, apparently this space probe is asleep. Right now it is. It's hibernating in deep space. Well, mm-hmm. it's not deep space. Deep space yeah, like I know. I don't know why they said that. Maybe it's deep sleep. Deep sleep in... Deep sleep hibernation. In shallow space? Sure. Yeah. So basically, the probe has mm-hmm. been going around um, in space and using the planet's gravity to get more and more momentum. And now that it's far enough out, it's asleep. And um, the ESA is going to wake it up when it's on the comet. And then it'll start collecting data. And when it's on the comet? When it's... Okay. Do you want to... Do the rest of it? Yeah, before it reaches the comet. Because I can't see through this little stand here. I'm just looking at part of the words. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, don't touch the fucking cord. I, I know. I can't touch the cord. That's <laughs> why I'm handicapped over it. here. If only I had a brain implant, I could figure out a way to do it. Um, yeah. So, Rosetta, the name of the probe, is hibernating, whatever that means for a space probe. And they're going to wake it up uh, January 20th, mm-hmm. 2014. Yeah. At uh, 5 a.m. Eastern Pacific standard time did you say specific specific time? i'm yeah. going to jump on every mistake you make now please so. do okay. please do <laughs> um so and then it's gonna meet up w- alongside with 67 p dash or slash churyamov gerasimenko nice yeah totally accurate right um that's the name of the comment i imagine i think so on yeah. november 11th and it's gonna freaking land on that thing. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take a ride yeah. on the wild side. And then it's gonna drill. <laughs> it's gonna take samples, I'm sure. All while listening to Aerosmith. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Good soundtrack. So there's no air in space, so there's no sound. There's just the Smith part then. <laughs> <laughs> just Smith. <laughs> um, 
So the plus side of that is you don't have to listen to Steven Tyler. That's right. Yeah. That's the best part. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to figure out um, how our solar system began. Mm-hmm. So I guess comets are pretty old school. They've been around for a long time and they're so very primitive. Good way to put it. Yeah. And um, they're looking for organic molecules, signs of life. Um, there's theories that or uh, that comets brought um, life forms to Earth, and that's how life got started. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe justification for saying there's life elsewhere. Right. Dirty so snowballs. Th- yep. Yeah. This could be the key. Yeah. You guys have any ideas of how life started or? God. It, that God? Remember, Mike Nuh-uh. knows because he Nuh-uh. is God. So. Obviously, a flying spaghetti monster <laughs> kickstarted it all. But yeah, I mean, if they, if it just started on comets, well, then how the organic molecules, you know, from other comets, from other comets, oh, the comets oh, okay. collided with each other. <laughs> There's one ultimate comet at the very yeah. top of space because there is a at top. At the top, right? And he started everything. It is a he. By it the is way. a he. That's right. Obviously. Yep. It only makes sense. Um. Yeah, the whole thing cost 1.4 billion dollars. It's not bad. Yeah, I was gonna say that's relatively like cheap for okay. space stuff. Cause it's not Wait, like is you that could like you know feed like you know <laughs> every single person on the planet for 1.4 billion dollars. Well, but if we could find out where all those people came from in the beginning, <laughs> that would be worth it. Deprive them of food. I think they're playing in the snow right now. <laughs> Wait, is that that's in dollars, right? Not euros, dollars. Uh, it says it has a dollar sign. Yeah, I'm gonna assume that means. Maybe they, yeah, maybe they converted, converted it, it for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so something that's going on, uh, on Mars is, what's uh, Mars right now? Mars? It's, it's where you go to get candy bars. (laughs) 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 Where men are from too. Pretty sure it's one of the planets, but yeah, it's between us and Jupiter. I have no idea what that means. Or us and, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, (laughs) us and Jupiter. (laughs) I have no idea what that means. Um, what are the orders of the planets again? Because the sun is first. Uh, that's Nina. And then... Oh, no. Oh. Rito can answer it. It's okay. Okay, well, what's the closest one? Astrologically, it's the ones they say it fucks up computers and communications. With Mercury. Retrogrades. Yeah, Mercury. Because ah. it's the quick one. It, like, All right, so it's... Okay. Because like God, the Mercury God, right? It's like Hermes. It's the one that... It's the messenger. Messenger, yeah. And then Venus, which is actually hotter than Mercury. Whoa. Yeah. Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. I think we're good. Pluto's Wait, not Pluto a planet. Doesn't count anymore. Ah, fuck. It just I ends failed. with an uh and an uh. Um, sometimes uh, Pluto's not the Don't try to justify. Non-planet. Because of its orbit, sometimes it's closer. That's right. I do remember that part yes. of Very space history. Elliptical. Mm-hmm. Space history goes way back. <laughs> That's right. 13.7 there is billion. no timeline. It's a big circle. <laughs> okay. So anyways, there's been, as far as like energy concerns, where we get our energy from, there's lots of talk about using hydrogen because there's a lot of it in our atmosphere and we can make hydrogen fuel cells. Problem is, is kind of isolating and getting all the hydrogen without spending too much energy in the process. So separating it from the other molecules. Yeah, and then like there's one big way is like you can basically electrocute water sort of and it separates 
the hydrogen from the oxygen but then you have to like use energy mm-hmm. to, yeah, to do that. Right, to electrocute it. Though there's some new fancy pantsy technology where it just uses light and some other stuff, which could be a, a clever way of, of um, that technique. I think it's called electrolysis. I forget. Anyways, um, in France, they, they, dis- they discovered another way to get hydrogen. And it's really easy. This is what you do. You take a microscopic high-pressure cooker called a diamond anvil cell. I have one of those. Who doesn't? In my kitchen. I've got like three of them passed down generation from generation. And then all you have to do is combine aluminum oxide, water, and olivine, which is obviously a mineral. Obviously. Obviously. And then you just set it at 200 to 300 degrees Celsius because, mm-hmm. you know, they're European. They oh, wait, you forgot about you have to have metric. it within a tiny space about as wide as a pencil lead. Oh, right, That's right, right. That's the key component. Right, exactly. That's the hard part for me. And then you put all that stuff in there. And then at 200 to 300 degrees Celsius, you preheat it first, of course. Right. Yeah. And then just add two kilobars of pressure. Two kilobars. Yeah, two kilobars. That's just comparable to conditions found at twice the depth of the deepest ocean. Hmm. So if I live in the mountains, do I have to change the temperature at all, or is that going to be the same? Uh, yeah, you know, the pressure's different there, <laughs> you know. But since you're so high up, you go down all the way down to sea level. That's already like the deepest ocean right there. So then you go so all the way do down to the deepest ocean. Oh, and then you're okay. twice as deep. It's yep. pretty deep right there. Exactly. And James Cameron made it to the bottom of uh, Mariana's Trench, right? So Yeah. I'm sure so it took him three hours it. like his movies. but <laughs> <laughs> He's king of the world, though. Can't argue with that. Um, and then you just cook the shit, um, aluminum oxide, water, and olivine, not James Cameron, for <laughs> 24 hours. And what happens is, um, uh, well, you collect the hydrogen produced from the water. Um, basically, the water gets um, pressurized and pushed into the olivine mineral, and it reacts with oxygen atoms, oxygen atoms from the water, and it transforms olivine into serpentine which looks like a green snake. It sounds like a made-up mineral, but it's not. But it's not, That's no. right. I've got friends that are into rocks and crystals and such, and they... I'm really they surprised by this. Are you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, already, I've heard... I know all about olivine. Mm-hmm. Serpentine. And serpentine. Yeah. Yep. It might be serpentine. I think it's serpentine sounds better. It does. Serpentine would be, like, snake-like instead of... Well, this the, mineral the teen is... of a snake. The teen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adolescent... Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways when you pressurize a lot of stuff it changes the mineral and you get um, splitting of oxygen and hydrogen and so then you collect all the hydrogen and this experiment produced uh, hydrogen about 7 to 50 times faster than the natural serpentin- serpentinization of olivine so if you compare this experiment to things actually happening underwater the experiment did it right or or underground maybe yeah at that pressure and depth i guess unless you can find the deepest part of the ocean that's twice as deep as the deepest part i could yeah with james cameron james cameron yep Yep. he found the titanic (laughs) or no he didn't did he no someone else found the titanic someone found the titanic and he i'm sure someone did yeah yeah mikey been really quiet maybe they sent a probe down there to find (laughs) it (laughs) I had a long day. <laughs> it's about to get longer. Yep. Twice the depth of the ocean longer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so basi- well, basically, what does all this mean? Like, if this experiment could be um, 
worked out into real life, what could we do? Well, as you pointed out, like the the space inside this little pressure cooker was as wide as a uh, pencil lead. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine all the hydrogen that was harvested from that. Not a whole hell of a no. lot. And with all that pressure, two kilobars mm-hmm. plus the 300 degrees Celsius, it takes a bit of energy for just that. That's what I was going to say. Bit. Yeah. I but it happened really fast. It, okay. So way you, faster than the way nature does it. You get a small amount of something really quickly. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, so that's why they're saying, uh, maybe like in like 50 years, they'll be able to scale us up where it could be like of actual use to mm-hmm. us. Um, so hold your breath. All right. For 50 years. For 50 years. I'll go into deep space hibernation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hibernate. Hang out on some comets. Uh-huh. Collect some of the water while you're there because we're going to need it. Yep. Um, but it's just one more way to get hydrogen, apparently. Um, one of the reasons why hydrogen fuel cells are appealing is because with solar panels, you're only collecting energy when the sun is shining. Mm-hmm. When the sun goes down, uh, you lose that power source. So you, they have to store all that electricity from the solar panels, which means they need to have lots of batteries and they got to be obviously the more, the most efficient batteries, the better, and you're going to need big batteries. And so in this next article from NPR, it says big batteries needed to make fickle wind and solar power work. Um, in California, which is where we're from. That's right. Yep. Famous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the state plans on getting a third of its electricity from wind and solar by 2020, which mm-hmm. is coming up pretty fast. It is. It's fast like, as a comet. <laughs> let's not get ridiculous <laughs> here. Comets are pretty fucking fast. Well, so is this. But not as fast as Rosetta. That's okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, 2020, that's like six years away. Mm-hmm. And some change, but which is crazy when you think right. about it. I mean, six years ago from now, that was like 2007. Remember 2007? Yeah, good old 2007. What were you guys doing in 2007? Were you guys married in 2007? We mm-hmm. got married in, in 2007. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what what were you guys' life like right before you got married? Better. Oh jeez, <laughs> walked right into that one. That hesitation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We weren't thinking about solar panels and batteries. <laughs> <laughs> I bought so a PlayStation. PlayStation One, no PlayStation Three. Oh yeah, I really? That. PlayStation Three is that was alive yeah. back then. Two thousand six. Damn. Yeah. So it's been the Xbox six three six years. And Xbox three sixty was two thousand five. Yeah. PlayStation Three is pretty badass though. Yeah. I prefer that over all the other stuff we've got. Really? Consoles and yeah, I like that a lot. Okay. The last, co- the most up to date console I have mm-hmm. is uh, Nintendo sixty four. And a PlayStation 2. I believe it. I don't, well, then it would be the PlayStation 2 because the N64 was a generation before the PlayStation yeah, 2. Yeah, I was in high school when I had a Nintendo 64. I was like 99. Yeah. Oh Nine, no, no, N64 came out in 96. 96? Yeah. Dude, how do you know all this? I'm a gamer. You just, yeah, <laughs> memorize the I, I don't flaunt timeline. my gamerness, but I I. But you got your timeline down. Yeah. When, when did the GameCube come out? Uh, 2001. I used to be, I used to love video games as a kid. I was all about it. PlayStation Two came out in two thousand. Then I grew up. Just two thousand. Um, <laughs> Xbox One came or the first Xbox came out in late two thousand one, early two thousand two, I believe. Oh my god! 
Other and yeah. what, what's what's the big deal about Xbox One? It's I mean, awesome. Isn't it like yeah. one three hundred one three hundred sixtieth of Xbox three sixty? I, dude, I don't I don't know why they called it the <laughs> Xbox One. <laughs> but doesn't bring no, everything all in one. Yeah, like yeah that's pretty Xbox much one. what it is. Like it, it basically, like I could say Xbox on, and it would turn on instead of like just pressing. No, the no, wait a minute. I've heard it go more like this: Xbox on, Xbox on. Fucking Xbox on. That's how it goes. It's not it's as not easy as you think. Perfect technology. No, yet. They not. need to run. They need to send out a couple updates. Most of the time, it works. Yeah. But you can run your cable box into the back of it and watch TV from it instead of like let's say that you've used up all your HDMI ports on your TV. Mm-hmm. Run that into your Xbox One and go Xbox go to TV. Boom! It goes to your cable box. So you can pick your channels, all that stuff like that. Blu-ray player, obviously. Hulu Plus, Netflix, all that crap, mm-hmm. NFL channels. So basically what I can do is I can actually play a video game and watch a football game at, at the, the same, same time. So, okay, it sounds good, but I will say yeah. I've been so used to using the PlayStation 3 over there, and then yeah. you had to unplug it to make room for all this other stuff. And so I came out here to watch a movie, to watch a Blu-ray, and I realized I don't have a profile on the Xbox One, so I couldn't turn it on because it wouldn't recognize my voice. Is there a power button? Is no. it only voice activated? It's also um, it also does face recognition. So basically, so I could sign language. So <laughs> Mike wasn't here, and I was like, "What the fuck? I want to watch my movie." And I couldn't, you know, I could have unplugged everything, but I didn't yeah. know where all the stuff was, and so it was just basically you create your profiles crippling. on it, and you in order to use it, in order to use any of the voice commands, you have to be sitting in front of the camera. Like the camera has to be pointing at you. It has That's to recognize thing, this you. Camera pointed in your living yes. room. Hmm. Let me finish. I'm just. This is sound like an Xbox commercial almost now. Uh, <laughs> you asked. <laughs> so but anyway. Uh, anyway, so the, basically, it has to recognize it. It's you using it. Mm-hmm. If you're not there, like I've stepped. So Halloween up. wouldn't work. He's got the mask on. It's just like <laughs> fuck. We're fucked. Well, if he signed in as Michael Myers and wore the mask during the face recognition <laughs> part, then yes, okay. it would recognize him as Michael Myers with his. So you need to set up like Halloween yeah. profiles. He could. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But anyway, like videos. Nina, like if I'd signed in under me and it thinks, and right now it thinks I'm the only user, if I walk away from it and Nina goes over and she's like, oh, Xbox go home or Xbox load Call of Duty, it won't do it. But it's also nice because if you think about it, all that voice recognition software, um, if other people are talking, it might get confused, but it only yeah. knows. I was going to say that because it's like preventing like like theft. But also just like (laughs) a conversation like this where if he wants it to turn on if we're talking, it's not going to get confused by us. It'll it'll hear him. At first it will because it has to learn what what your voice sounds like Mm -hmm. at all times. Like there are times where I'm like, Xbox, go home. Xbox, go home. But your voice should be the same all the time. Xbox, go home. (laughs) Go home. And you'll uh, you'll end up saying it like multiple times. Like Nina, actually, one time it got really screwed up because Nina was over here watching Frasier, and it was during one <laughs> of the r- really loud parts where Frasier and Niles are screaming <laughs> at each other. And I'm like, Xbox, go home. And I'm like, and the Xbox is like, Nah, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> it was Niles like, Xbox, go home. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's not perfect technology, but it's really starting to feel like that whole like Star Trek sci-fi universe where you're shouting a command at your tv and it does it yeah like it kind of reminds me like back when (laughs) back to the future 2 came out and the marty mcfly jr plopped down in front of the tv and he was like telling the tv i want to watch this channel that channel and have this one down here and this one up there and everything like that all of a sudden all that shit went on the screen it's kind of like that yeah yeah the fact that i can like have like you can have the football game going and have all your fantasy football game stats 
right on the side of the screen. You can tell it to snap to that, come back, go do this, do that. You can have another program running while you're running a video game and shit like that. It's insane. Like having being able to watch TV and play a video game at the same time and not have this like crappy picture in picture. It's just something you snap back and forth to. It's cool. crazy that you can do that, but we still can't find a way to make energy right. more accessible. <laughs> and Stop ruining it. I'm just <laughs> saying. We need bigger and better batteries. That's right. Yeah. More efficient batteries. Um, they don't talk about it in this article, but there's I've seen a couple other articles where they're using you know, crazy nanomaterials. And, yeah. Um, there's like some like molten air battery thing that I saw the other, the other week. Like lava. Yeah, like lava batteries. I, I don't know. Liquid hot magma duracells for lava batteries. <laughs> lava lamp batteries. <laughs> Very groovy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they're they're installing more and more of these batteries, I think, um, to the power grids, and they're really expensive. Um, potential price tag of five billion dollars over the next seven years. Yeah, it's no so one point four billion. I guess that's for sure. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Think about any comments we could check out for that. This is happening in Vacaville, actually. It's really close to us. I thought that part was interesting. Like, Cowville, finally, yeah. something happens in Vacaville. You know? <laughs> batteries. Nothing <laughs> happens in Vacaville still. And lots of batteries. Yeah. The, Sucking up the state budget. The kids there call it lack of thrill. <laughs> that's um, the thing, that's not a joke. That's actually like the nickname for Vacaville. Oh, that's sad. But in here, they do have to buy electricity. Like, the batteries store it, and then someone has to pay for the electricity to come out. You have to sell it to people. Right. So you got to think of the way they explain it is like, okay, so they basically are kind of like buying energy from the solar panels or from people on the, hooked on the grid for X amount of price mm-hmm. so that they can store it and then they sell it back. Like and at night or when it's cloudy or... Right. And they don't make much of a profit. No. It doesn't really pay for itself. And we all know that the profit is the important part. Right, exactly. I mean, it's the only part. That's right. They said, I think in the hour we did it, the battery made $9. $9 an hour. $9 an hour. Uh, but if that's 24 hours a day. Well, that's about the same as a, a McDonald's employee. No lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> Tax. McDonald's employees right. make that. Don't they? That's what he was saying. Is we're not even yeah. making San Francisco's minimum wage. Well, if you want to strive for San Francisco, you can just right. Fuck yeah, off. <laughs> 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 it's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, um, do 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 do. Oh, and um, partly because uh, batteries um, aren't very efficient too. Batteries waste about twenty five percent of the energy in the process of being charged and discharged. These sodium sulfur batteries, that sounds safe, Yeah, needs to be heated to 600 degrees Fahrenheit to do the work. Sounds like another recipe for... Right, they might as well just be split in water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. All kinds um, of things. Ideas are cooking along. Yeah, cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. But I like how we're going to be the ones to try this out. At, at the end of the article, it says, The lessons learned in California can inform the decisions of many other states as they ponder how to deploy their own renewable energy sources. So, so we're, we're the guinea pigs. We're trailblazing. We're uh, pioneers. That's right. We're the comet blazing through the sky. <laughs> <laughs> we're a melting snowball. We're, it's like third year where we had like not enough rains and water. So they're declaring yeah. like a, like a um, uh, state of emergency or whatever. It's been pretty dry. It's been fucking cold. Dry. That's well. If you don't use your heater, it's cold. Yeah. But if you had these big batteries, then you could buy yeah. and sell electricity. <laughs> like, well, I wouldn't need because it's six hundred degrees warm. 
just need to get my hands on some sodium sulfur. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we're almost done with our uh, episode. Some more positive things. They found a way to make the internet, uh, or fiber optics, I guess, 10 times faster. Good. That's crazy. Yeah. Get the edge on all those little fucking 14-year-olds on Call of Duty. Right. <laughs> Have you heard how the NSA is spying on uh, online games? Cool. Because they're like, oh, well, people could be like Al Qaeda could be like communicating, you know, via like. They're not, dude. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, online all gaming. Stuff on there is like, <laughs> well, I don't want to repeat. It's usually, generally <laughs> like the people that I run across on Xbox Live while playing Call of Duty are not. They're they're like mm-hmm. TBI patients without yeah. their This is <laughs> like I, I could tell you right now, Al Qaeda is going to be like, nah, we're yeah, yeah. Cool we're not that. contaminating yeah. ourselves with it's these like, people. We might live in a cave, but you're fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> you know, like it's generally populated by people who are stoned and twelve year olds. Sometimes crossing dude. over, yeah. 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 <laughs> So, yeah. but now people could show how stupid they are faster, I guess. I mean, right. what could happen? I would say the biggest word, like character count, is faggot. Yeah, oh, that's Xbox two Live. syllables. Yeah. Pretty good. It's multi Pretty big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. I don't think Al Qaeda is recruiting. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, basically, um, if you know anything about fiber optics, like I do, <laughs> I don't know shit about fiber optics. It's like an optic, right? That's fiber. fiber, yeah. And they they so send it's good um, for your gut bacteria, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could stream YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's there for. There you go. There's lots of fiber Cat in this videos. optic. Yeah. <laughs> it has they, good bowel movements because of all the fiber. <laughs> they just send like pulses of shit through these <laughs> fiber optics and. That's basically the internet. The this wire took a shit, and then I got the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, they send pulses of light through fiber optics, and um, so they send like these these pulses, and they have to leave x amount of space between the pulses, because if they try and pulse them too close together, the the light um, signals start to interfere with each other. Across streams. They cross the streams. <laughs> we know how bad that ends. Um, so what? They saved the day. Well, yeah, they also like what? Nothing, <laughs> nothing. They saved the day. No, period. Yeah, they saved the day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't even try to talk. So shit that's the end of our episode. No, wait, wait. Yeah. There's one more thing. Um, no. So basically, oh. they found a way to pulse the light in a, a slightly different, like waveform shape called uh, Nyquist sync pulses. You mean Zool? Zool. Yeah. <laughs> basically, the gatekeeper found ways of blasting. Uh, different shaped pulses, basically, so that they could fit the light. There is no Dana, <laughs> only Zool. <laughs> <laughs> you are not going to get to explain this. Right, okay, so Guaranteed. the different shaped wave light packets of pulses, and so they can fit the pulses closer together, which means they can send more information faster, up to mm-hmm. 10 times faster. <sighs> okay. And to end things... Speaking of the NSA spying on people. Right. And Xbox face recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a new algorithm that finds you on Facebook, even when you've not been tagged in those mm-hmm. photos. 
Isn't that that yeah, uh, that fucking pisses me off? Well, it's right now the technology is only used for research. That's what it's no, do you that's, know Facebook's going to suck that you. shit up, and all of a sudden your picture will be fucking everywhere. The way that they presented it is people can use this algorithm um, once it comes into practice to search more efficiently. You're not going to really notice a difference in how you have to search; it'll just find your results faster and. Um, Back in the day, algorithm meant something. Now it's just this <laughs> Facebook thing. Facebook and the military. Those are the main things. The that you had to be smart to understand what the fucking algorithm was. Now it's just something that you use to like tag people in your vacation photos. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really important. No. That's freedom. That's right. I don't know what the fuck this algorithm thing is, but <laughs> grandma's in my photo. So, so basically... <laughs> so <laughs> the way it works why is that guy on facebook yeah right the way it works is everyone's on facebook it, i guess that's true no not everyone her mom is on facebook that's right my one mom of my is on facebook my, one of my best friends won't get on facebook I, because his mom's on is. facebook yeah. because and he you doesn't just want not her be to find friends with your facebook mom because he doesn't like to talk to her or well, like he can like her. not accept her friend request which is right i mean like if he already doesn't talk to her but he doesn't talk to her already so what's the difference well he does he just doesn't like to oh so okay he's afraid that he's gonna find my parents actually don't have facebook really yeah well they don't Mm. care about it and my dad actually is like the last person his dad doesn't have a cell phone i was thank you for killing my punchline i'm sorry oh jerk yeah yeah he doesn't have a cell phone so if my mom has left the house because they don't have a landline either because my mom's kind of <laughs> like write letters <laughs> yeah so check it out like, pigeons? like so here's the situation like because they don't have a landline because my mom's obviously <laughs> moved into the 21st century and just uses her cell phone my dad just can't fucking get a hold of anyone <laughs> he's just yep. done he's okay with that though yeah actually he is he's just like yep cool <laughs> wow so yeah he hates cellular phone hates communicating <laughs> with people <laughs> no he has no like it's it's very awkward having a phone conversation with my dad because like shit's happening on the phone and you don't understand why because he doesn't understand how to use the phone <laughs> just talking to it <laughs> like well you know how when <laughs> touch screens first came out people would accidentally like, like their cheek would push a button and then you get used to holding it and yeah. the phones got better and things like that he'll i feel like no. he still makes those mistakes <laughs> against and like and like they program the smartphones now to like the screen goes black when it's up against your face yeah. to be like okay yeah. we're not going to let you hang up with your cheek so nah, if you're a stroke man. victim your face could be <laughs> 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 step on it <laughs> so somehow he met and like texting with him He's lost all of our no. stroke listeners yeah that's okay. Well, we lost all of our religious li- listeners, like the whole bunch. We were going to lose them anyways. This is yeah. science. That's right. That's uh, okay. But we'll find them again. I'll bring them back. Algorithm, right, exactly. If they're not tagging <laughs> their photos. So the way that it works <laughs> is if you had a picture of you and your mom on Facebook, um, you're both tagged in the picture and you're um, close together, let's say. And then if there's another picture, it's you and your dad, you're both tagged as well. Um, so because of this, the way that the photos work and because of your close tagging relationship with your mom in the first picture and your dad in the second one, the algorithm can figure out that there's a relationship there between those two photos and it can also quantify how strong the relationship is. So let's say... Say so like you're not really close with your mother. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like in the, the picture, <laughs> but I can see in your eyes, you really don't <laughs> want to be in that picture with her. Is that what you're talking about? No. No, okay. So in the third photo, let's say that you're flying a kite with both parents, but only your mom is tagged. So all three of you are in the picture. 
but um, the only official tag is for your mom. So the algorithm uses the strength of your tagging relationship from um, those first two photos with your parents. So when you search for photos of your dad, the algorithm can return the untagged photos because of the very high likelihood he's pictured. Interesting. Yeah. So there's no hiding. That's right. It no learns hiding. relationships and it knows where you are. Yeah. No matter what. So That's really fucking scary, it's honestly. It's not that scary if you think about it in scientific oh. terms. If you think about it sociologically, then yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm thinking about it. Like, scientifically, that's rad. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Think about but how the much scientists never think about it. like oh yeah wouldn't it be yeah. rad if we could just like pressure cook skills. hydrogen yeah <laughs> well all yeah. scientists have Asperger's so there you go that's why they want the light waves to be far apart from each other they yeah. want them to communicate and interact and you know <laughs> but yeah respond. I mean on a social level it's just like this this algorithm's just like oh I know you're related to her because I'm smart mm-hmm. you know right. I'm going to make sure everyone else knows you're related to but her too. If, if you <laughs> like, think about it, shit, if you dude. think about it though, it, all it's really doing is using information you've already given it. So you've already in one photo at least. But you didn't. But you didn't post those videos. Someone else posted, or po- someone else yeah. posted those pictures of you, and it's like, oh yeah, there's Mike. Yeah, you don't okay, have to post I'm, them. Or they Photoshop some. Mike into a, a picture, and all it's right, like, oh okay, hey, Mike was in Paris. That's with some cool. other lady and you'd be like what I saw the photo of you because you were tagged in it I'd be like yeah. what Why the algorithm <laughs> fucking found your ass yeah. <laughs> well what yeah. I was going to say is that you initially provide information for it to learn who you are not necessarily it, at one Again, point it has no, to see you don't a photo have to. That, okay. What's it, what if it gains consciousness and just starts tagging people itself and just searching out people I mean it's already okay so they said Oh yeah, it's just for like yeah. research. It's just for like tagging people on Facebook. And eh, wrong. Like, oh hey, it works really good at like um, recognizing where buildings are, recognizing buildings, mm-hmm. and that could be used for the military. the military. Oh my god, you can bomb your ass. That's right. Cool. I'm okay with that. I play Call of Duty. I'm down. <laughs> fucking drone strike. Hear that? If they tag you in, right in a fucking photo with your dad, then it's all over. Well, he doesn't have a cell phone, so he's safe. Yeah. <laughs> dad will never know either way. He'll never know. The NSA, like my dad's like the one person the NSA can't fucking find. <laughs> he's just like sitting at home reading a book. Osama bin Laden. They can't fucking find him. He's just at home like reading the fucking book and shit. They're like, this man flies under the radar. <laughs> Did you check his house? No, he doesn't have a cell phone. <laughs> but um, back to the privacy thing. No, well, I look at one of my nephews. On oh. the day he was born, mm-hmm. his entire naked body was photoed and put on Facebook. Well, I think you could say the same thing about yeah. lots of kids. Lots of days, kids. A lot of people really do that. And you think <laughs> of yourself, like, how scary is that? Like, mm-hmm. the first day you're on this planet... And someone's already violated every part of your privacy. Look, you have to be initiated into the Facebook culture. Like how, like it. how sick is that? And then like from that day on, you know, these parents are keep going to snap a picture, put it on Facebook, look at dumb shits, taking a bath and all that crap. Yeah, like people that. don't use photo albums anymore, at least not yeah. the way they used to. Now everything just goes on the computer because it's easy to share with so relatives, but anybody could see it. So, I mean, starting with this generation from day one, they are fucking, they're part of this algorithm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they don't have a choice. Well, it's just they weren't able to censor no. themselves from being recognized from this. Well, they could try and they could have plastic surgery. They could have plastic they surgery. They could. There yeah. it is. What do you want for your birthday? Third, <laughs> sweet sixteen. I want to look like someone completely <laughs> different. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You guys, well, our listeners probably don't know what we look like. That's true. I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> Got a receding hairline and a beard. 
I'm not fat and <laughs> I have a mohawk and um a goatee. And a goatee. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have, have earrings. Either of those things. So. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I look like an artist. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. What What would you say you look like? You know, like like, like in that kind of term. Being. Like Nina says, she looks like an artist. Oh, um, I look it's cool. Like a guy that explains fiber <laughs> Dude, you're wearing fucking orange pants. You do not. Yeah, look I'm pants. wearing red pants. It looks like that, a yogi. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, and I think they're rust colored. Rust color. Mm-hmm. Some rust color. And you're wearing. No, they're like fucking blood red. Oh, okay. Well, I could, uh, under the table, it was all shadowed. Yeah. I'm wearing a, uh, an anatomical shirt that shows the the spine and ribs. And it should be a heart on the sleeve, yeah. though, then it would be really awesome. Yeah, I'm a heart on the sleeve. <laughs> That's not where the aorta is. Okay, though. well, if it could be, it would be there. Yeah. Because it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should probably just. All right, this here. has been. Six degrees of rumination. With Rena Gorman, Nina Boyd, and producer Mike Boyd. Oh yes, the cool one. <laughs> he doesn't have to try to convince his audience that he's cool. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs>